Welcome everyone to the Credible Nerds Podcast. This is Justin, and I am here joined by my fellow nerd and fellow Star Wars expert, uh, Aiden. Hey guys. And we're here to talk about Star Wars Celebration. This this year it's Anaheim 2022, and so we have our tickets, we're ready to go. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about it uh, in the weeks upcoming. But we have our tickets, we're ready to go, and uh, this isn't our first celebration. We've been to uh, probably, I think I've been to five and you've been to three. So this will be my fifth. I actually have a pin from last time. Oh, yeah. It's my fourth celebration last time, so this will be my fifth. I think you've been to one more than I have. It was Celebration Orlando that I didn't go to. Right. And you did. So we went to four. We went to five. Then skipped six. Mm -hmm. And then I went to... No, we went to seven in Anaheim. That was 2015, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Anaheim, same place that we're going to this time. And then I went to eight in Orlando and you didn't. And Mm -hmm. then... We both went to nine in Chicago. Yeah, 2019 Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now we're back again in Anaheim for this one. Celebration 10, I guess. They, they don't label them that way anymore. but Yeah, I think they just go by the year now. Mm-hmm. Year in the place. So this one's uh, Anaheim 2022. If you're uh, like us and you bought tickets for the, the next celebration after Celebration Chicago in 2019, you bought tickets for Anaheim 2020, but then they canceled it due to COVID. So we all had our tickets. We're ready to go. They canceled it a couple months before. And now two years later, we're back. We're ready to go now. So um, we're excited to go. It's been a long time coming. We bought swag for the last one, you know, T-shirts. Of course. Some pins. And then they they canceled it. So um, we bought more swag for 2022. Maybe that was their plan all along. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, to get as much money as they can out of us. But we're excited for Celebration 2022, and um, we'll be getting there Wednesday, and then there's some parties throughout the week. After parties, there's the Disneyland After Dark that we're going to go to. Very excited about that. That's when everyone's going to be in their costumes there. Normally, Disney has pretty strict guidelines on the costumes you can bring in since their cast members have costumes, Right. Uh, but they're going to be a lot more lenient Mm-hmm. about theirs and you know i've been prepping for it so yeah. i'm gonna have mine yeah they've been letting adults though they will let adults dress up for this one uh-huh. and they normally don't so. yeah so what are you going where are you going as so i have been working on a mandalorian costume i've been following the mandalorian mercs guidelines to try and get that approved so mm-hmm. regardless of if it's approved or not i'm getting it yeah i'm getting it on there yeah where are you at in that process with the mercs Pretty much just, like, I've got everything ready. I just have to um, submit my pre-application, see what I need to approve or get, or see what I need to fix. Mm. And then once, like, they say, yeah, it's good, I'll put in my actual application pictures, see if it gets approved. So I'm, I'm right there. I have the bulk of it done. I, regardless of if it's approved or not, if it's approvable, I'm really proud of it, and I would wear it. Yeah. To pretty much anything without shame. Yeah. I've seen it and it looks good. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've been tweaking it probably the last six months, maybe. Yeah. I months. did the bulk of it up until like December last year. Mm-hmm. And then I took a big break because of all the tweaking. It's hard mm-hmm. just to do those small things. And then I finally got back into it, fixed a ton of stuff. And now I'm just 
I don't know what I'm waiting for, honestly. I just <laughs> need to take those pictures and... Well, you're busy. You got yeah. work and all that stuff. But yeah, so you should be ready to go either way, and it looks good. So uh, I, I think it's a pretty sweet costume. I have a Jedi costume that I've worn to past celebrations and conventions, and um, I'll see if I'm going to wear that or not. But it'll be a fun time regardless. So we um, we have our badges for this year. We're waiting for them to come. I know I've seen some of them starting to pop on, up on Facebook groups and stuff. Yeah. So they're starting to send them out. Um, from what I've seen, have you seen the pictures of the new badges? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> they look kind of, I don't know if cheap's the right word, but uh, amateurish. Yeah, it definitely, yeah. <laughs> I agree. The lanyards that they have look really good. Right. Yeah. But the badges themselves kind of look like last year's were, or not last year's, but um, the ones from Chicago, those were really cool. Mm-hmm. And they really put these ones to shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up until I think this is the first time all the badges have been characters. Uh-huh. You know, if it's like with the sequels, there was Ray was always the main four day badge, you know past person that they use and the jedi master was luke for the vip and things like that so they've always used characters and i think this is the first year they're going with um locations mm-hmm. seems to be and the that's not the problem necessarily it's that the locations look like they're just screenshots from the movie that they've printed on the on the badge and it doesn't look as cool at least from the ones that i've seen yeah so I'm, I don't know if those are the legit ones though, but they seem to be pretty credible sources. Um, hopefully they look better in person cause they're not that great on, on online. So, yeah, I mean with, with locations compared to characters, um, like they're like characters are just somewhere so much more unique and, um, mm-hmm. recognizable, but you know, yeah places like we have 10 desert planets i mean (laughs) that's not the actual number but yeah too many desert planets how are you supposed to recognize them each individually oh this one's jakku or is it tatooine yeah or is it uh jetta (laughs) you know yeah uh, yeah i I like if they pull it off well it's it's an interesting idea we'll see so this is what the celebration badges were for chicago mm-hmm. um they trying to pull it up here yeah there we go so yeah there was an artist i think i can't remember the name of the guy that did it but uh, he did a good job um yeah they they were really cool and um you were able to buy like a full set of them right they came to your house after celebration of course oh yeah um but here are the badges that some of the badges that were there the Mm -hmm. for the art and then they were like correspondent to um which ticket you held yeah like backstage or Mm-hmm. Um, like employee or if you had like a two day pass or something like that four day and mm-hmm. single day and kid child you know all that stuff um but yeah we were able to buy the whole set and i actually have them framed there over there but um i bought every, a set of tickets or badges every year except for celebration six 
since we didn't go to that one. And then four, I didn't really think about it till celebration five, but they display great because they're, they're great artwork, lots of good colors. Last year or last time was with Chicago. They were light side, dark side. They Mm kind of had that theme for throughout the, the convention. You could like play a game or do points or something and it was light side versus dark side. I don't know how how that ended up. I didn't end up doing it. Yeah, yeah, but it was cool. I I did. They had like an app for it, mm-hmm. and uh, based on the places you went, there were um, like points you could get. This is my badge mm-hmm. that that I had from celebration. It's Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been cooler, but yeah, the five day. That was yeah. the only convention they had a five day. Uh, convention They're usually four and they went back to four I think five day was a little too long what do you think about the five day compared to the four days I don't know I feel like with four days we're gonna wish there's a five day <laughs> yeah. and with five day we're gonna be like man I wish there's four days so yeah. I'd rather have more than less but True. I yeah I definitely remember on the fifth day we're like yeah just there because we have to be pretty we much paid that we paid the money yeah. and we're, our flight's not leaving until later in the day yeah yeah but it was fine um like you said more is probably better but we were ready to go on that fifth day but i, I wasn't complaining i was like oh this sucks i want to go yeah i imagine this one will be a little bit more packed with mm-hmm. um just things you can do so we're gonna wish there was five days but yeah. you know celebration 2019 in chicago also was packed with stuff we could do i remember our schedule was always like meticulously planned out (laughs) so we could get to everything that we wanted yeah Um, and maybe that's why we were wishing it was four days because we're just so worn out from everything that we did before yeah because there was still plenty to do on that fifth day yeah that's true yeah they had seemed like they had a a major panel every day in the morning with you know episode nine announcement, Mandalorian stuff, Clone Wars season seven announcement with footage and uh-huh. Jedi Fallen Order Jedi as Fallen. well. Yeah, so every day was like this big deal, and then they had the twentieth anniversary of Phantom Menace panel yeah. that was a big deal. Yeah, so yeah, every um, every day had a nice panel that everybody wanted to get into, and luckily we were able to do that. We got into yeah. all of them. And with the last one too, it was right when they were starting to do like all the t- the newer TV shows. Mm-hmm. Episode nine was coming out. Um, they yeah, were, we hadn't seen Mandalorian yet. Yeah, they were ramping up like more games and stuff because mm-hmm. at the time we just had Battlefront two really. Yeah, like Battlefront the first one had come out uh, a couple of years before that, but Battlefront two was the only good Star Wars game that was recent, and mm-hmm. then they had. Uh, they announced Jedi Fallen Order, and that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. So with that in mind, we'll we'll go through the panels for Anaheim 2022. But uh, we're only going to do Thursday because there's, there's actually quite a few, a pretty big list of panels. Uh, uh-huh. So we'll just go through uh, the Thursday ones, and then we'll have another episode of Friday and then Saturday and so on. Um, but some of the highlights... Um, so we talked about how previous in the previous uh, celebrations, especially in the last one, they would have a major uh, panel with foot, footage from movies, animated shows, and all that each day. But this one, this year, it looks like they're having one big one. It's the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase on Thursday 
at 11 a.m. And they're going to have that live on the main celebration stage. And then they'll stream it to two other stages, the Galaxy and Twin Suns stages. But they're going to have everybody there, it looks like. Um, they'll have special guests to talk about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, and The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So I imagine since Ewan McGregor is going to be there signing autographs that Thursday, Friday, I believe, or he'll be there that week. So I imagine he'll be there for that panel. Um, so that'd be cool. And Andor, I would imagine uh, the cast, some of the cast will be there for that. And then The Mandalorian, Dave Filoni, Pedro Pascal, you know, yeah. those guys. I, that's probably, besides Kenobi coming out, that's probably the biggest show that's mm-hmm. um, going to be out because there's so much setup. So um, yeah. they have to have something big for it. Yeah. So, but it's all this big show, all these big shows in one panel that's an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy that they're doing that, honestly, because mm-hmm. like every item in that list, I mean, honestly, I'm not super ex- like stoked for and or obviously I'm going to watch it because it's Star Wars. <laughs> right. But, um, like Cassian Andor is a cool character in Rogue One, but um, I don't really see the hype for him. Like to have a whole series, right? Um, but I mean, even just the Mandalorian and Kenobi being in the same yeah. panel is crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea, especially with Kenobi coming out while we're there. So yeah, comes out the next day. Yeah, we're we're and that's gonna be two episodes. They mm-hmm. first they had it at the twenty fifth, which we thought was weird. Yeah, I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, why are you doing that before celebration? But also, I guess. Um, it would kind of suck to be at Celebration and have Star Wars coming out, but then they did that anyways. Yeah. Um, but well, it was a perfect opportunity to be like, okay, here's this exclusive panel. We're going to show you at least like the first episode. Yeah. The day before. Uh-huh. And before everyone else can yeah, see it. Because you're the true Star Wars. I don't know if true Star Wars fans. Um, but you know, you're big Star Wars fans and you hear you spent all this money to get here. Let's, let's show you the first episode. Yeah. But I mean, it is also like, I don't know. It's, it is only an hour and a half. So I was going to say maybe, maybe they would show something, but yeah, I'm sure they'll show a couple clips, maybe five minutes or something, 10 minutes. But I mean, they're also going to show us clips from Andor and Mandalorian season three. So, yeah, it has to share the spotlight instead of giving a whole panel dedicated to that. I mean, I don't know. It's I think it's a bad idea. I'm glad we're seeing something, but it could be better, in my opinion. Yeah, I I like more focused panels. Yeah. And maybe if it was like a a two hour panel, but an hour and a half for three big shows coming out Mm -hmm. is lame. Honestly, it's only going to be like 20 minutes per yeah series that we'll get to talk about anyway so there's that that's the big one uh if you can't get in to i imagine they'll show it in the that the celebration stage will be in that big auditorium like mm-hmm. movie theater type place um and then they'll stream it to a couple other rooms yeah so they have it streaming to the galaxy stage and the twin sun stage which i imagine are just two smaller stages right next door. Yeah. If it's in that same theater we were at when we saw the Force Awakens trailer uh-huh. for the first time, 
um, that that's a pretty big space. Yeah, I mean it's like a two double level, maybe three. You know, it's been pretty round and yeah, yeah. There's plenty of room in that space if that's mm-hmm. where they're gonna have it. But uh, we'll see. And then another interesting one is Attack of the Chords, uh, the music of episode two with David W. Collins. Um, it is the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones this year. So they are having a few uh, episode two panels dedicated specifically to episode two. And uh, if you haven't heard the podcast, uh, Star Wars Oxygen from Rebel Force Radio, um, or he's he's done his own thing as well. I didn't really follow him after that. But um, with Rebel Force Radio, pod, Star Wars podcast, it's been around for a while. He and one of the hosts there did a series on all of the Star Wars movies um, and kind of broke down the different styles and themes and all the music throughout the whole movie. And each movie had like three or four episodes to yeah. talk about them. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty in-depth, pretty lengthy. Um, very, very interesting. One of my most favorite series of podcasts that I've ever listened to. Of course, I'm a big movie soundtrack guy. Yeah. And David W. Collins does a great job of his musical knowledge. is awesome. He actually did a Harry Potter one, um, the the first Harry Potter movie. That was the soundtrack was done by John Williams. He did one of those at uh, Salt Lake Fan X or Salt Lake Comic Con a couple years back, and that was pretty awesome. So he he's just really good at his musical knowledge and how things work. Mm-hmm. He studies John Williams, I guess, and. It's pretty good. Have you ever listened to those podcasts? Or yeah, I remember you put me onto it mm. uh, in the car one time, and you're like, "Dude, this is yeah. this is all about Star Wars music. You'd love this." Because uh, in high school and middle school, I was big into band. I love music, um, and I love Star Wars. So talking about my two favorite things yeah. right there, it can't get much better than that. So yeah. I, I listen to those podcasts like back to back almost because they're they are so good. He knows so much about music mm-hmm. and so much about Star Wars at the same time that it's just um, it's so compelling. Yeah, you're you're engaged the whole time. Yeah, it's really cool. So I'm I'm excited to see that in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's again it's an hour, so he won't be as in depth as those podcast episodes, but still, I'm sure he'll bring up the highlights. Mm-hmm. It'll be good either way. So. If you were thinking about that one, I definitely recommend that one based on what I've heard already. So then there's a publishing panel, uh, same time, one o'clock, uh, from adult novels to kids' comics, from the time of the High Republic to the rise of the First Order. They're going to talk about all the different uh, books, comic books, uh, novels, short no- graphic novels, everything. So that's I like Star Wars books. I haven't been too hot on them in the past. Um couple years probably um but historically i've really enjoyed the star wars books so i don't know i don't know if i'll check that out and then uh uh an audience with the emperor yeah ian mcdearman will be uh doing hosting a panel talking about his experiences he's a great i've been to one of his panels in the past celebrations and it was he's he's fun to talk or listen to and and if you have a chance to talk to him it'd be great but yeah what do you think about that one Nate? Um, I think that one's going to be so cool. I remember the episode nine panel in Chicago Yeah. when, oh man, that was, that was a crazy panel. Yeah. Um, they were showing the trailer 
For the first time. For yeah, for the first time ever. Yeah. Um before it had released on TV, they released it right after that. Yeah. Um but you hear his voice uh, at the very end. At the very end, and then he walks out. Like yeah. the trailer plays and then he's like, Roll it again. Yeah. And you're like, What? <laughs> yeah. And then he walks on the stage and you're like, What? <laughs> it's he's here. Yeah. And you see Emperor Palpatine in the trailer, right? Um, I, I don't know. I, I can't think, remember. I think you just hear his laugh there at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. For that teaser one. Uh-huh. And that's when you're like, what? He's back. Yeah. And then and then he walks onto stage. Yeah. Right after that. Yeah. And he's, he's a performer for sure. Yeah. And that you can see video of that whole thing on our YouTube channel here because we were there and took video of it. Of course. <laughs> And you can see the whole panel, and then we also isolated just like that last trailer, those last showing of the trailer, and then him coming out and saying, roll it again. And so, yeah, check that out on our YouTube channel. So, yeah, he's got some great stories. He's been with Star Wars since 1982. Yeah. That's, what, 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So he's pretty awesome. Uh, they're doing a Star Wars collectibles update. Um Prop, le- prop replicas, statues. So probably sideshow stuff. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That one's an hour and a half. So, And it's hosted by Lucasfilm's Brian Merton. Then they're doing a High Republic panel, um, which is their new push for the new timeline, I guess. New part of the timeline. Mm-hmm. Thousands of years before the movies. Yeah. So they've had a couple books... Or a few books, uh, a few comic books. I haven't even touched any of it. I've yeah, heard some things about it. I've seen some like concept art and stuff, and it does look really cool. So maybe I'll get into the comic books. Oh, Star Wars books are are hard for me to read because of how visual Star Wars is. Right. So with the comic books, I think I think I'll get into those, and especially for this panel because. I think it'll be a cool panel to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Star Wars is a visual medium, and the the graphic novels are much better. Uh-huh. Uh, it takes a good writer to come up with a good Star Wars story in novel form. Yeah, uh, I haven't read High Republic either. Um, when it first came out, they released you know a couple books, and then months later, another couple books. And my thought process is, well, I want to wait till we get a good amount of books out so I don't have to wait yeah. <laughs> months and months for the next one and forget about some of the story, that sort of thing. So I think we're finally getting to that point. Yeah, where, I would say so. So I might start picking that up and seeing, seeing how it goes at first at least. And maybe that panel will help me get a little more excited about it if we end up going to it. Yeah. So those are the main ones. Um, do you see any other ones that... Look interesting. Yeah, so there was actually... So there's the High Republic, and then there's also Crash Course into the Old Republic. I already know a lot about the Old Republic because that's, in my opinion, the most Star Wars bit of Star Wars that there is Mm -hmm. because that's the part where you see tons of Jedi and tons of Sith with tons of Republic troopers and tons of Empire troopers just fighting all at the same time. I'm like, yeah, that's Star Wars. Right. Um, I've played Knights of the Old Republic too you're, many times. You're currently count. playing the Old Republic, right? Yep, I'm playing the Old Republic MMO. I actually just got off 
playing that to <laughs> do this podcast. Right. Um, but that's you know that's my favorite. So I, I I'm still really interested in this panel, even though I could probably give this panel. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the Old Republic, like anything about the Old Republic, is worth checking into. So this panel would be worth. Yeah, I think one of the biggest fan suggestions that I've heard throughout the years is what about the Old Republic? Yeah. When are we going to see movies about the Old Republic? Why don't they do a trilogy with that or a series of movies about that, right? Mm-hmm. And we hear nothing. Yeah. I mean, they're redoing the Knights of the Old Republic. I'm not sure exactly. They haven't really said what that's going to be, have they? Is it just a remaster or a new story? The only thing that we have heard about it is that it's going to be a remake. Um, and what people suspect is that they're doing the same story with updated graphics and updated combat style. Right. Because the the combat style in Knights of the Old Republic, as much as I love it, is outdated and not perfect mm-hmm. uh, it can be really frustrating because it's based on like roll of the die so it's based on probability you can upgrade like your it's knights of the old republic is basically a board game mm-hmm. made into a video game as like the D style yeah exactly rules and all that so it's based on turns and probability and yeah and it takes a minute to play mm-hmm. i mean back in the day when it came out i remember you know i played one and two and back in the day it was a little tedious it, is, it can be tedious at times based on that uh, combat style yeah the story in both of them is flawless right in my opinion <laughs> good good stories it's so good and it's so like variable too because you can be the best jedi like um like you can make all of the best light side choices and just be like a real jedi master or you can be just the sithest (laughs) sith yeah or you could be right in the middle too it sucks being right in the middle because you don't get anything cool but like you can you can do whatever you want essentially in those games and it changes the story drastically and the outcome for Mm -hmm. both of those games just so drastically and if they updated the graphics and like there is still such a huge following to this day like i'm in a few groups on like reddit and facebook and there are thousands of members in (laughs) the in those groups and people still play that game 20 year old game it came out and the first one came out in 2002 Mm-hmm. And then the next one came out in 2004 or 5. I don't remember. Um, so I was a baby when these you came were out. like 3 or 4. So uh-huh. <laughs> you were watching me play. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I watched you play. I played them when we had the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Back then I didn't understand anything. <laughs> um, so I'm glad it's still good for me to play so I can understand yeah. it and really well, get the depth that it has. That shows just how good of a game it is because... Yeah. What other 20-year-old games are people playing? There's a few. A couple. Halo? Yeah. That's... Uh, Starcraft is kind of big. I think. Yeah, like, like those MMOs that they just keep working on, like World of Warcraft. And, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, like you said, there's just not, not a lot. that many. Yeah. 
and it's top tier for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I've never talked to anybody who said, "Oh, I hated that game." Yeah, there might be those people out there, but I've never. They're wrong. Yeah, because usually on Facebook or the social media, if someone posts, "Oh, I like I liked this," someone's gonna hundred people are gonna say, "No, that sucks," but a hundred thousand people are gonna say, "This is awesome." Yeah, but you never see that with Old Republic or yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. So yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. So hopefully this remaster, the remake, whatever it ends up being, is pushes that game even further, makes it that much more fun, interesting, and enjoyable. I don't care if it's the same exact story. If they did updated graphics and updated combat style, I would play that game a thousand more times. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not going to play that game <laughs> a thousand more times. Right. Well, Sour Celebration is the perfect time to give us more information about that. I really hope so. And I don't think there's not a, a panel on Thursday about that. Yeah, not that I saw. And I don't remember seeing one in the future, but I mean, they're missing the boat if they don't do that. Yeah, I am glad that they're doing something about the older public in general because mm-hmm. it now, especially, it is such a big part of star wars it's not just a couple games like the older public has been going for years now yeah there's so many expansions they have books too Mm -hmm. like they have the older public series they have the bane series which is set right after um lights of the older public one and two well it part of it's during and then after when he initiated the rule of two Mm-hmm. It kind of blends in there, but it's still a really good game or a book series. But like, they have the older public series that's connected straight into the books, and then I think they have a Revan book as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I haven't read that one. I think I tried to start it, but got out of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's cool that they're so doing some something stuff in there. there. Uh, yeah, that would be a good one to go to. Go to. I'm sure we'll go to that one because you and Mark, our other co-host, our other host, uh, he's big into the older public, so mm-hmm. I can see us going to that one for sure. Yeah. Um, there's an or there's some kid stuff, origami stuff, meet a droid, build a lightsaber, you know th- those type of things. So if you have kids and you want to know what to do, there's plenty of things. I remember when we went to Celebration Four and Five. Um, there was a kid's room, and we spent yeah. half the time there with you guys just having fun. Yeah, so. I, I do remember. Mm-hmm. I remember making masks and little lightsabers and stuff. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, another cool one, Star Tours at 35. I don't I don't know if I'll go. That sounds interesting. I don't know if I'll go to it, though. I like Star Tours, but I like the new Star Tours. So if it's more focused on the new one, the new um, version of it. I'd be more interested in that. Um, there's a Mandalorian Works um, panel. I think right. that yeah. is... Oh, yeah. Um, you going to go to that? Yeah, we have to if I'm going to... If I'm wearing my Mando costume. Well, that's at noon. Oh, yeah. And that main panel is to 12.30, so... Guess we got to miss it. Yeah. I think they do it one a day or more than once at least. Makes sense. I mean, the Mandalorian Works are just a big... St- part of star wars now too yeah like 501st and yeah rebel legion they're all uh-huh. big and mandalorian mercs in the 501st 501st has a few panels too um i don't think they have one on thursday but they i think i saw one on saturday um where they talk about their costume club 
But those are the two biggest ones. And like, if you're into Star Wars, you're into that. Yeah. Yep. There's a mythology of Star Wars behind the facts and the fiction, um, hosted by a Star Wars expert, Dan Zare, who does Coffee with Kenobi podcast. Um, so he'll be doing that. Uh, what else? Anything stick out to you? Um, so this one kind of sticks out. The lightsaber training with Saber Guild. That is on the Star Wars kids stage, but they do. So the Saber Guild is about like um, actual lightsaber battles, like dueling and stuff. They, um, It's basically Star Wars martial arts. Mm. And it's a, it's a pretty big group and following in the Star Wars community. Um, this one's for the kids, but they do have a few other panels in the rest of Celebration that I saw. Okay. Um, I would be interested in checking out um, at least one of them for a little bit. Um, there was another one that I saw. Um, there's a collector's stage, and there's a few panels just about collecting. Uh, this one, The Mandalorian Motion and Energy. Yeah, I was just looking at that one. It's in the steam classroom, so it's kind of science-based, uh, yeah. real-life type stuff, how that applies to making the effects, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I think it's this one is about, like, the obviously the motion technology used by the Mandalorian because obviously Grogu isn't real and <laughs> jetpacks <What>? don't <laughs> exist, so they need that. Yeah. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a cool one. And then... There was also, I thought this one was, um, I don't know the word, but pretty unique. Um, let's see. It was the history of Kenner's rocket firing Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Is Steve Sansweet presenting that one? or I mean, he seems to be the expert on that. Let's see. Uh, doesn't say, but I imagine if if he's the expert, then he's there. <laughs> I mean, he has one, maybe two, at his ranch. So <laughs> someone stole it, stole one of them. But anyway, yeah, that one looks cool. Uh, that's at four thirty, so later in the day. Yeah, that's that's nice. Uh, I'm like in the where was it? Shoot. Fandom through the generations. I don't know. I like the idea, but I've lived it, so I don't need to go to a panel about it. Yeah. Uh, the Art of Star Wars poster collecting. 70s oh, yeah. to modern. That's that's the one I was looking at. That's the one for you. I mean, I got I got Star Wars posters out the There's wazoo. See over there. <laughs> I got some behind oh. me. You can't really see it on camera, but there's a bunch right there. Over there. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. Got too many. I can't hang them up. I can't hang all of them up. <laughs> so, I want to go to that and see see more. So That's always my struggle when I go to Celebration is I want to get a poster or two. I want to get the keynote or the key art poster. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, well, that one looks cool too. I'm like, <laughs> I want to get that one. I always get Brian Rude's posters or prints. Um, I don't know if he's doing one this year, but I have a a setup downstairs in the nerd room, the the man cave, um, a Brian Rude's poster. So I'm always looking for a new one. Oh, it looks like they have a 
um, on the Star Wars Kids stage, a panel with Ash- Ashley Eckstein. Um, she's doing mindful exercises. Oh, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. She's kind of been into mental health lately, uh-huh. past year or so. I'm in Health Mondays, and so that fits in just good with that. Uh, there's History of Star Wars cosplay. Oh, that's that's Friday. We're getting into Friday. Never mind. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Star Wars original props and costumes, they usually have a, a display with that every celebration, so that would be cool to swing by again. Yeah. But those are the the big ones that we were liking. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Is that a good first day? Good Thursday to start off celebration or I I think they're starting it off with a bang. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um just that one. I mean that first panel is going to be awesome. Yeah. But they could be more awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like breaking it out. It's cool that they're doing it, but I wish they would do more of it. Yeah. Cuz what are we going to see Friday? What's on this what's on the schedule for Friday? Yeah. A little teaser here. Um, we got Luke's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look like anything. Like you said, Star Wars cosplay. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. That's weird. They're not having a big panel on. Oh, here it is. It's at two actually. Uh, Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary celebration. That's right. Yeah, that's what it was. So that's uh, Friday. Definitely be going to that one, hopefully. Uh, so as far as we'll talk a little bit about the the panels, how you get into them. Uh, starting with Celebration Anaheim. Anaheim 2015 was just packed. There yeah. were so many people. I think they oversold. There was just so many people there. And there was quite a few panels that we were looking at getting in. We'd go to... You know, an hour before, because we knew we had to wait in line, and the line was already wrapped around. Wrapped around is, there's like, there's no way you're getting in. Yeah. So, um, so after that, they started revamping things, and in Chicago, they did the lottery system where they send you an email, those that have bought tickets, and you have to respond and enter your email, and they do a lottery, and then they send you an email saying you were chosen to go to this panel. Mm-hmm. You can go to the main celebration stage or you're going to the, the Twin Suns stage or the other one t- for the streaming part. Yeah. So you may get in. Luckily in Chicago, we, we got into all the big ones. Yeah. So we were lucky that way. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if we can get into these or not. So be disappointed if we don't. Yeah. I mean, that's the trade-off. I, I did appreciate the lottery system because it was guaranteed that you're in it. And you don't have to wait in a huge long line. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have to wait in a line to get in there, but like 15 minutes before you get in. Yeah. And you know you're getting in, so mm-hmm. you're not like freaking out or yeah. stressed out about it. Exactly. But on the other hand, if you don't get in the lottery, <laughs> yeah. you're not getting into the panel. There's yeah. no chance. Yeah. You have to make trades or something with people. Mm-hmm. You get in because they're also doing that with the swag, the exclusive. So, yeah, maybe make some trades. Yeah, and I hope there's just like a like a good efficient way to to get that all done. Because I feel like last time was a little bit hard to find all of your panels. So I th- or yeah. like lottery stuff. So oh, yeah. I think it'd be cool if they had like a list of. 
just like boom 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 of all the stuff you have yeah instead of sending you individual emails that yeah. you have to track down and yeah because like they're gonna have the app they do that every year so i think it'd be an, a nice addition to have a tab where you can just see everything that you have instead of scrolling through seeing all your qr codes and yeah yeah that's a good idea so but it's read pop i mean we've been dealing with read pop since i don't know 2009 when we went, me and mark went to new york comic con and and even before that with celebration five i think no they weren't doing that at that point but yeah i mean it's they've been around for a long time and you think they'd figure it out by now but every year there's always some fiasco so yeah <laughs> but what are so that's the first day um are what are you looking forward to um they're also doing the autograph signings mm-hmm. um ewan mcgregor's coming like we said earlier but he's already sold out he sold out the first day within the first 24 hours <laughs> Yeah. For a three hundred dollar autograph and photo op, and but there's still quite a few other good actors. Um, I think I have a lot of them, and so I'm not really going to do that this year because I did that a lot in Chicago, and I ended up waiting in lines for hours. It was a long time, yeah. And I, I felt like I was missing stuff, so I'm not going to do that this year. Maybe one or two, but yeah, nothing big. We we have so many autographs mm-hmm. too, so. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to get Ewan, but because I don't have that one yet, but it's three hundred dollars. <laughs> it's okay. We have the other Obi Wan. Oh yeah, uh, Clone Wars Obi Wan. James Arnold Taylor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was gonna say we have Alec Guinness. What? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. So maybe someday. Um, but because you can buy them on the black market or the not the black market <laughs> <laughs> Facebook groups, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, so there's autographs. What are, what are you looking forward to that first day um, besides panels? Well, just the main floor, the main celebration floor. Yeah. Um, I love how they set it up. It's just chaos in there. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful chaos. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Star Wars everywhere. You see all the costumes yeah. and the cool stuff that people have, the droids that people build. I think that is so cool every single year. Yeah. And just seeing the... Um, the pins that you can get to, they've done pin trading, mm-hmm. um, for a while now, like past, since past the, few celebrations. Yeah. Since, uh, 2015, I think was the first one. Yeah. And it's a huge part of celebration now. I think they, they had quite a bit in Chicago mm, and yeah. variants galore. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh-huh. The most pins they've ever had, then they had the variants. Yeah. Like five or six. Yeah. They had like Rex and Force Ghost Yoda. and I just remember trying <laughs> to find Helmetless Rex. Yeah. They had Old Ben. Yeah. Young Ben, Old Ben. Uh-huh. Uh, young Han, Old Han. I don't remember which one was the variant, but. Yeah. Took us a while to get those ones, but we got them. We got them all. Yeah. And then some. Yeah, we have plenty. Um, and one of my favorite parts was just the, the booths that people have. Mm -hmm. There was the one booth where I got the, where we both got the collection of Boba Fett pins. Mm -hmm. I have them all here. It was kind of a a lesser known thing. Yeah. Um, and if you got the first one, then you could come back and get the rest of them. But if you didn't get that first one, you couldn't get the rest of them, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I have, I have all the Boba Fett's right here. Yeah. 
Those are pretty cool. They're on the wall behind you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look right. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah, they came with the the cards. Uh huh. The cards that are like the action figure cards that they have for the mm-hmm. um, Kenner figures. Yeah. So there's lots of opportunities to get the free stuff. Mm-hmm. We got free pins and. Also on the wall above Princess Leia, there's those cards. I don't think the card people were there last time, but previous ones, you you go to their booth every day and they give you an exclusive card. And like those ones up there. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to look for free stuff. And that's one thing I love about Celebration. There's a lot of free stuff. Yeah, so much. And so you can have fun just collecting the free stuff. I know I'm also part of a Facebook group, um, like Star Wars swag collectors or something like that. And tons of tons of people are making pins and buttons and patches and, you know, those type of things and other miscellaneous things. And they're bringing hundreds of them to just trade with people. And yeah. It's free. Yeah. So. Like uh, one I have here, I think a couple of these were from cel- like the actual celebration people. But um, we have Celebration Chicago Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his helmet right here. Oh yeah, that was that was an ex- a booth exclusive, and the, I think it was like ten bucks, maybe twenty. Yeah. So not too pricey, and mm-hmm. yeah. And then I wonder if they're gonna do one for the Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Because we have the Phantom Menace Dark Mall right here. Yeah. That was a booth exclusive as well. Yeah, from Norse Norse Legion. Yeah, that one was cool. <clears throat> and then this Dark Mall from. Uh, celebration it's got the crimson dawn mm-hmm. logo behind him yeah and then there was an admiral akbar one that mm-hmm. i didn't get but i think you got yeah i got that one um i might have gotten two if i have two i'll give you one okay but yeah and so you you don't have to like collect the whole set of 50 pins at 20 bucks a piece you know yeah you can just go to these booths and get one for 20 or whatever it is and they're they're all just cool pins like mm-hmm yeah these are ones that i'll like you can well maybe you could give me a good amount of money for them but um yeah like like i would i definitely appreciate them more in my yeah it's just fun to kind of walk around and see what people got everyone has their own booths that they're selling you know merchandise with the old selling action figures and busts and statues and clothes galore so there's all that yeah. stuff but then you know, people just have exclusive personal items that they've created or have the opportunity to sell for, from their booth. So definitely wander around. I like what you said, just seeing the floor. Yeah. That first day, just walking around the floor and see what's there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We always try to sneak in like the the Wednesday night. Yeah. We show up to the, the, the building, kind of, they let you up to a certain point and then you can kind of look around and see what's over there. But there's been a couple of times where we've gotten past and... um snuck in yeah not kind of wandered around snuck in but they they let us in because there's not anything you can do there yeah you just walk around see yeah. people setting up and yeah so it's good to see where things at so you can do the you know know where you're going basically yeah so yeah i like that that first day is just everything's exciting tons of people everyone's having a good time and going to the panels so yeah just that anticipation i uh-huh. agree so but yeah that's uh celebration star wars celebration 2022 starting on actually may 26th 
Thursday, we'll be there Wednesday, May 25th, mm-hmm. and hanging out till Monday, the following Monday. Uh, if you do want to meet up, just send us an email. We'll try and hang out with some podcasters as well. We'll be going to the Rebel Force Radio party um, Thursday night. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we already got tickets for that. Yeah. And we'll try and, you know, just hang out with some other podcasters, get to know them and stuff, go to the podcast stage. Uh, they do have a podcast stage specifically for Star Wars podcasters. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them will be there and you can hang out with them. Uh, we're not going to be there doing <laughs> podcasting. We're not big yeah. enough yet. <laughs> that and I I want to see the stuff. Yeah. I'd hate to be like stuck in on, on the stage for a couple hours when there's things going on that I want to see. Yeah, exactly. So, But yeah, uh, let us know if you want to meet up or say hi or something. We want to do the same. We want to get to know Star Wars fans and connect with everybody. We want to have a good time. And I've learned that it's great to buy stuff. It's great to go to these panels. But I've met some friends, some people that I'm still friends with, you know, 10 years later, uh, you know, have had good experience with strangers and you just become friends because of Star Wars. So it's definitely worth to get out of your shell and just, you know, just be friendly because 99.9% of the people there are friendly and are having a good time. So don't be shy. Go up to people, just talk to them about Star Wars. And that's what the beauty of this convention is, is all the stuff is cool, but the relationships and the opportunities to meet new people is even better. So definitely do that. But uh, any final thoughts on first day of celebration? Just wish it was tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily it's only a month away, but uh, yeah, still, still a long ways out too long. Too but long. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will have a second episode of Friday, day two, May 27th. We'll, get that we'll see if mark can join us then he'll be there and uh we'll talk more star wars so thanks for joining us and may the force be with you may the force be with you